listening to Ambitious AF, a podcast that will help you level up, find positivity, and put yourself on top right now and every day for the rest of your life. I'm your host, Caroline Lewis, and each week I will bring you a guest or thought that will motivate you to get out of bed every morning with the willingness to succeed. Being ambitious means you are proud of who you are and everything you've accomplished. Only you can make that happen though, but with the help of this podcast, you will rise to the top. You will find success. You will believe in yourself and manifest happiness. And most importantly, you will become ambitious AF. I know you are eager to begin. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Ambitious AF with Caroline Lewis. It is Friday when you all are listening to this episode, which means we've got another interview for you all today. So soon I will introduce you to Aaliyah. So she is a marketing and LinkedIn consultant, which is amazing. I have not had any LinkedIn experts on the show yet, but we all know the power of LinkedIn. It's just another social platform that we can utilize as business owners to really gain traction, connect with people. And anyways, I'll have her talk more about all of that, but I'm super excited to have her on. She and I met over on Instagram. And in fact, uh, Mega, who was interviewed here, I think I want to say like three, four months ago, um, she is our mutual connection. So uh, power of Instagram. And uh, from there, we've just hit it off and been able to DM and connect with each other. So without further ado, Aaliyah, welcome so much to Ambitious AF and tell everyone more about you and your story, how you got started, and we'll go from there. Perfect. Thank you for this amazing intro. And um I'm loving everyone that's been doing podcasts. It's so much work. I don't know how you do it. So hats <laughs> to you, honestly. <laughs> Trying to be on so many different platforms can be so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, um, I'm a LinkedIn and marketing a LinkedIn marketing expert. I've been uh, focused mainly on that because I realize it's an underused platform. Mm-hmm. But I realize there's so much uh, potential uh, on it and. People on LinkedIn are very serious, um, high-ticket clients. Very kind of different ballgames than Instagram or Facebook, but we can talk about that later. Uh, so I started my online business around a year and a half ago. Um, I took a two years off sabbatical, was in Thailand, just boxing, island hopping, and like, yeah, I don't want to work anymore. I just want to take off. But then I somehow fell onto this journey where I can run a digital marketing agency online, mm-hmm. which will allow me to uh, travel. And mm-hmm. that was the mo- this is why I run my business, freedom and travel. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's been a year and a half, started before COVID, like literally two months before, <laughs> and uh, we're going strong. It's uh, honestly the best time for online coaches. Mm-hmm. And we've been, you know, focused completely on it, stuck at home, mainly focused on our business. So it's been a really fun, interesting ride. Yeah, this is mainly it. Recap. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So one of, and and I just kind of wanted to highlight like everyone, and I was talking to someone about this the other day, everyone does the entrepreneurship there for their own reason. Like they have their own version of success. 
And I love that, you know, you quickly realize, you know, well, I'm traveling, but hey, I might as well make some income while I'm doing that. But not only make income, make income that still allows me to travel because that's like my sole purpose. Like I just want to be able to pack up and go anywhere. And I think that's such a beautiful thing about having an online business is that we can do that. We can literally go anywhere that has Wi-Fi and just plug in and continue to grow our business, connect with clients, grow their businesses, and make an income at the same. So um, where are some places that you were able to travel thus far since starting your business? So when I started my business, I was actually in Thailand, and then uh, I went home for a couple of months, worked on my business, and then I'm like, you know, now I'm ready to go back to Thailand. Mm -hmm. Then I went back, and the best one of the best, the funniest story, actually, I was in Koh Phangan, which is like a very small island. And most of my clients are like in Australia or in the States, which mm -hmm. is also the beauty of the online business. You can work in different time zones. Yeah, true. I was literally in a beautiful resort. I took my mom there. I wanted to take care of her. She's also my priority and why we do what we do, mm -hmm. take care of our parents. I was literally under the TV set having a Zoom call with my client without him knowing where I was. I couldn't show him I'm in a hotel room or yeah. on the island. I'm like, wow, I can have these high-ticket clients, have a quick call and then jump on the beach yeah so, and from that now i moved to barcelona actually and because i'm a remote business i can move at any time mm -hmm. and relocate to any time mm -hmm. and this business allowed me to afford to live in a european city so yeah that's been the best part oh i love that i love that so much i know it's um traveling and just popping in with your laptop i love plane rides for that reason because we can just zone out, no interference, because no one can call us and just go to work. Um, so yeah, it's pretty cool what you can do uh, with the power of the internet and the power of the computer. So let's talk a little bit more about LinkedIn and why you've chosen this platform to kind of become an expert in. I think a lot of people are more used to Facebook, Instagram, of course, um, and probably even YouTube, Pinterest. I think people don't really perceive LinkedIn as a source to, um, or a platform to be able to grow their own business from. I think a lot of us just think like, oh, we had a LinkedIn in high school to help us with college and then help us get a job and stuff like that. So kind of go in a little bit more on why you've chosen the LinkedIn platform. Yeah, exactly. So when I was first starting off LinkedIn, I took this marketing course and I was like, what is this LinkedIn? Like the last time I updated my LinkedIn was the last job I had. Mm -hmm. But then when I was diving deep in it, I was touching base on Facebook and Facebook groups and really going into those groups. And I got so overwhelmed and I realized like Facebook is where my friends are and family mm -hmm. are. Why am I bombarding people doing there and going cold reaching and messaging? And it's just very different platform. Then when I was zoning in onto LinkedIn, I realized that LinkedIn is for professionals. Mm -hmm. That means they have a high income. Like it says that 70% of people on LinkedIn make $75,000 a mm -hmm. year. That means they are high ticket clients. Um, when people are connecting with you on LinkedIn, they know it's for a business opportunity. So it's not to socialize. Hey, how are you? Mm -hmm. What do you, you know, it's mainly for business opportunities, mm -hmm. but then there's an art to it which is not cold pitching, not straight selling. It's really about building rapport and building a genuine um, connection. And with LinkedIn, you're, when, when you're connecting to your ideal clients based on market research and the amazing search engine of LinkedIn, 
that mm-hmm. Facebook and Instagram do not have. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're connecting with someone, really honing down on who you want to work with, they're pre-qualifying themselves. They're like, okay, you're a marketing coach. Uh, I'm a service provider. I think I might need you. So if we're connecting, they know that I'm going to eventually sell to them or mm-hmm. a mindset coach with a, with, a, with an ideal client. But there's an art to it. So the sales cycle is shorter. Mm-hmm. It's mainly high ticket. It's for business opportunities, collaborations, all of that. And, and it's just a much, and the search engine of LinkedIn, which is called Sales Navigator that you pay mm-hmm. for, it's amazing. You can find CEOs that just started their business that might need a business coach, mm-hmm. self-employed uh, freelancers, uh, creative directors of big company. Uh, if you're a career coach and trying to work with certain type of people, the thing that you can find on LinkedIn, you can't find on Facebook or on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So this is why I love LinkedIn. It's a very serious platform, very easy to use. And um, just the sales cycle to me is just much shorter. Yeah. So that's very important, yeah. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And I think people need to realize that you don't have to just like go with the norm and just have a Facebook or an Instagram account. I always tell people, you know, don't get overwhelmed with feeling like you have to be on all of the platforms. But if you are wanting to, and if you, and if you have a high ticket item and you're wanting to sell into high ticketed clients, then you need to kind of think about, okay, maybe I'll have an Instagram and a LinkedIn or maybe Facebook and LinkedIn or whatever that one to two is. Um, because I think all the platforms there, you go after like different clients and all the, all the platforms. And I think, you know, Instagram is fun. Um, and you can sell a lot in the DMs on Instagram, but it's going to take you a lot longer because everyone is on Instagram and everyone is creating the reels that you're doing and everyone is doing all of this stuff. It's just so repetitive. Whereas LinkedIn, you have this platform where, you know, when you're on there, people are going to potentially pitch you eventually. And it's not like a, like, hey, buy my product type of deal. Like you still have to build rapport, like everything. You always have to build rapport. But LinkedIn's sole purpose is, all right, let's build rapport with the understanding of potentially working together. Is that right? Yes, yes. Now, a lot of people do still hate LinkedIn because they do get those cold pitches. Yeah. But that's like the old way of doing things. And the people that are still doing that are relying on automation tools and yeah. old way of doing lead gen and they don't win because these guys are trying to just sell you like a small product mm-hmm. and, but um with high ticket clients you don't need 500 you mm-hmm. only need five mm-hmm. you only need to have five solid yeah. genuine relationships yeah. so you only need like 10 15 people and speak to five people yeah 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 so no i love it um yeah, I was telling people on Instagram, like, uh, there's so many people that they want to be everywhere. I want to do a YouTube and a Pinterest yeah. <laughs> and email. I'm like, is your, I, I know your ideal client might be everywhere. Mm-hmm. But as a solo entrepreneur, even if you have social media manager, you're too overstretched. You're ending mm-hmm. up being average at everything instead of being a master at mm-hmm. that one platform. Mm-hmm. Like, I know so many people sell 100K businesses on the DM. That's all they do. No mm-hmm. YouTube, no LinkedIn, no email. Just DM on Instagram mm-hmm. because they went in hard, consistent. So it's mm-hmm. all about knowing which platform to focus on. And um, yeah, and honestly, yeah, like what you were saying, one or two platforms, yeah. I'm, I definitely agree with yeah. that. Yeah, 
And consistency is so key. And I think when you're a new entrepreneur, you think like, oh, Cheryl down the street does it, so I have to do it too. <laughs> and we get caught up, which is, I mean, it's fine to learn this in the beginning, but you're soon going to realize how the heck do I keep up with everything? Like it's absolutely insane. And, um, as you go through these though, you're also going to realize like I've had clients that come to me and they're like, I hate Instagram. I don't get it. I don't want to do the reels. I don't want to do videos. Like I hate it. And I'm like, all right, get rid of it. You don't have to do your business on Instagram because you want to be able to utilize a platform that still aligns with you. Because if you hate going on Instagram every day and you're trying to sell in it, you're not going to, because you're literally telling your phone, I hate going on you, but I'm forced to. And that's not the way you want to do business anyway. So <laughs> you have to kind of just look at the overall picture and we're all about avoiding burnout. And there's so many platforms that you can sell on. And a lot of people, they have all of them and they're all over the place. And I guarantee those people, and I know you know them, everyone listening, like you see them all the time and you're probably annoyed seeing them at this point because it's like, oh my God, another ad. Oh, another video from her. Oh, another blah, 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 blah. Because they're on everything, like Pinterest, all over Pinterest, all over your YouTube, all over. Like it's, it's insane. I don't know how people keep up with that. But, you know, just own in on what platform is best for your business as in what platform is going to get you clients because obviously we need clients to make an income <laughs> and then what platform on that do you actually enjoy doing and then whatever those are just stick to them like you said become the expert in them go hard and don't get caught up in this like imposter syndrome of well if so and so is doing it then I have to do it to, to beat her to compete with her yeah, what is it called? Comparison, like. Oh yeah, comparison syndrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's true. It's true. It like is. you always feel like you you reach your goal, but then you see this income, mm -hmm. and it does get overwhelming. Like, yeah. thank God I'm confident in myself, and I reach my goals, and I don't need to make hundred k a year. Yeah. What am I gonna do with hundred k a year? Right. Like, yeah. I don't have American taxes. I know the taxes in the states are ridiculous. But to me, I'm like, I don't need to keep going there. Just step by step. Yeah. Because when you see a big goal, you're never going to get there. It's just you have to split it up. And it's sad when all these amazing coaches worked on their own transformation. Mm -hmm. And then they get bucked down with mm -hmm. comparison and imposter. That's why you need to create more than consume. Mm. I have that post-it on my wall. Create more than consume so we don't get in that loop. So I love that. I love that. And that, that's amazing advice for either new entrepreneurs or those who have been in business for a while, because if you aren't like, if you're, if you're trying so hard and you're not getting the results that you've imagined you'd have at this point, then maybe you need to think of how much are you consuming and how much are you creating, right? Like you have to really, really focus in on your time and where you're spending it and if those platforms are not generating clients for you, they're not generating even leads for you, then maybe switch gear and go find either another platform or just focus, like take a class, like you were saying, like take a class on it, become an expert in it and like go hardcore on just that one platform to see if it really is right for your business. And don't get caught up in comparison. <laughs> I think, yeah, I holy moly, I know. That's like a whole topic we could talk about for forever because 
nowadays. And I was just, um, oh, I know. I was just listening to uh, Mega's story, actually. And she, just this morning, and she was going on about, like, how tired she is of seeing all of this repetitive content and all of this, like, I'm going to journal, which means I'm a cool person. And, like, it's just, it's comparison after comparison after comparison. And I think what really differentiates people online is when you show up as yourself online, not as others. And if you think of like people like Angie Lee or Amy Porterfield, I mean now Amy Porterfield's huge, so she doesn't show up on social as much, she doesn't really have to at this point, but when she does, it's very consistent, it's very branded to her, she doesn't try to do anything related to anyone else, And she's been able to build like her empire from starting at zero and then going up to multi, multi millions. Um, She's huge. And when she shows up, it's like, yep, this is what I do. (laughs) This is my course. If you're interested, cool. If not, no big deal. And she doesn't, you know, get caught up in all in all of these crazy videos we see or or content we see online. Yeah, and, and I think I started following Amy because it was all about email marketing. Mm-hmm. And I think that was her main focus, 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 focus. And now she scales and sells many other things. But I bet that she started with that. Mm-hmm. That became the, her core. Yeah. And then she was able to scale, yeah. hire, and yes. run ads. Absolutely. But trying now to do everything like run podcasts, funnels, email, yeah. podcasts, pitches, workshops. Yeah you're going to get overwhelmed yeah. and you're going to get demotivated. You always have to know why. When I start working six times a week, I'm like, that's not why I left a nine to five job. Mm-hmm. I make sure I have a three day weekend. Yeah. I, this is my business. Yeah. I want, you know what I mean? So, Absolutely. And this hustle, this hustle mode. Yeah. What are you doing on the weekend? I'm working. I'm like, no, you suck. Like, yeah. that, that sucks. <laughs> I love that. You're so true. <laughs> You're so true. I know. It's so crazy that um, you came on at this time because I was just talking about that uh, with another interviewer and she's like the same way. And I think when you first start your business and she was kind of agreeing too, like we think the hustle is normal. Um, but then, you know, she was explaining how that business, she sold it and then she started a new business. And her first priority was I have to hire people. I have to hire help because I am not doing this all by myself. And That was my biggest shift just this year because I started mine in 2019, but I went like a whole almost year and a half without any help. And I was doing all of these things and I wasn't on all the social platforms though. I knew, I knew better than that, but you know, I was trying to do all of these things. I had my podcast. I'm, I was trying to write a book. I was trying to like do all these crazy things. And, uh, 2021, I was like, no, I'm hiring people. Like, this is insane. I don't have to do all of this anymore. Like if you want to be the CEO of your business this is what we were saying yesterday. Like if you want to be the CEO of your business and not an employee to your business, You've got to manage all of that correctly. You got to manage your time. You got to outsource things. You got to delegate things. You got to automate where you can. And then you also have to like eliminate those little tiny tasks that you feel like you have to do, but you don't really have to do. You just feel like you have to do because you see what others are doing online. <laughs> yeah, no, no, hundred percent. I I try now to do like revenue generating tasks. They always say that. 80 20 what you do 20 percent of the time can generate 80 percent of your but so many people even coaches like leadership coaches they can't let go mm-hmm. some of my clients i have to let tell them you need to let go you 
you're not going to be motivated to do your stories because you're overstretched. You're not going to be able to run, you know, successful workshops because you need to work in your business instead of on your business. Mm -hmm. You know, we get so sucked in. So we need to learn to let go and automate as much as possible mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Automate yeah. in a good way, though, because, man, when I'm on LinkedIn and I see those little robots come after me, like, hi, Caroline, you should buy this. And I'm just like, dude, come oh. on. <laughs> It's yeah, 2021. Yeah, that's really bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At least automate with purpose and care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I heard about like Dubsado. I haven't, I don't use, for client management, I don't yet use Dubsado, those automated mm -hmm. stuff, but I might get into it and I hear a lot of good things about it. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 absolutely. You can definitely voice it correctly, but it takes, I mean, it, it takes time to set them up. And you have to voice them like you so that they sound real. So you have to not only write them, set it up, and then you have to test it to make sure like, mm. you know, you can ask your friend like, hey, can you go test my chat box really quick to make sure it like still feels uh, congruent and like me instead of just like this little robot online. <laughs> but ah, okay. yeah, there's, there's so many things we can utilize, um, but we just have to like, we have to make sure that we're staying consistent, like you said, not getting burnt out. And just really owning in on, like, why did we start this? We didn't start this to follow so-and-so and the way she's doing her business on Instagram. We started this all for a reason. And whatever that reason is, you've got to keep owning that. And you've got to remind yourself of this reason why you started. And don't let anything stand in your way. <laughs> yes, 100%. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I always ask this question to my interviewers. So I am eager to see or hear your response to this, but um, Ambitious AF, so the name of this podcast mainly is to just like um, turn the word ambition more into, you know, just love, like loving yourself and being there for yourself as well as your business. It's not so much about like the hustle hustle, because I think a lot of people think ambition is hustle. So when you perceive people as ambitious, yourself as ambitious, what does that word really mean to you? Like being an ambitious person? Yeah. So I've been using that recently in dating. Maybe this is a bit off topic, but I realized now that I'm in my thirties that I need to be very strategic because if I'm a solo entrepreneur, I'm a business, a successful woman, mm -hmm. I need to date yeah. an ambitious man. Like mm -hmm. I have my ambitions and they're related to me and my family. They're my core. But if I'm going to date someone, and especially now in the 30s, I need to date someone who's ambitious. And I've been mm -hmm. keep, keep and I've been repeating this with my girlfriend. Like, and an ambitious man to me is someone that's not afraid of successful women, mm -hmm. is geared and has goals for the future, which is owning a house, mm -hmm. uh, a career ladder, happy with what they're doing, traveling the world, you know, gaining more than their current state. So that's to me is ambitious in a man. For me, I do have big goals and I'm working towards them. And uh, to me, my ambition is just the safety and security in my family because mm -hmm. I come from a third world country that's not stable. So that's my core. Yeah. It's not 100K. It's not 200. I don't want a multi-seven. I don't care for that. Yeah. For me, it's the security and safety of my family, yep. which is basically immigration to Europe. So that, to me, is mine. And to be with a man who's ambitious, mm -hmm. that's so important. Oh, I love that. Thank <laughs> yeah, you for like being it. real with us. Yeah, that uh, I love that. And I 1000% I agree. Um, because I mean, you are who you surround yourself with. So if you are, you know, working hard and being that ambitious person, and 
you're with someone who isn't, then Ooh. no offense to everyone listening, but like they're going to hold you down <laughs> and they're not, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. not going to be able to kind of pick back up and, and go after what you want if they're not kind of on the same wavelength of ambition and everything. So thank you for sharing that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. So before we wrap up, please tell everyone um, the best way to either reach out to you, send you a DM or, or email or wherever that best uh, contact is, please let everyone know because I do want them to reach out and take you up on all of, you know, all this LinkedIn help. Um, so yeah, where can we find Perfect. you? So I'm very active on Instagram because honestly, the features are way more fun than LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. LinkedIn is for a serious game, but Instagram mm-hmm. is where, where it's more fun. It's digital marketing with Aliyah. And for anybody that wants to start using LinkedIn but is afraid, I, I do have a free guide on literally how to start using LinkedIn. Oh, nice. And it's in my bio on Instagram. Yeah. So, yeah, and there's a, I give a lot of trainings on LinkedIn. I really simplify it. It's not scary as everyone thinks it is. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> well, thank you. Thanks for sharing that. And everyone, please go take advantage of that or just reach out to her. That's how we got connected. It's just a simple hi on DMs and uh, see where the conversation goes. So before we close, do you have any last minute things for for anyone listening? Uh, To me, honestly, create more than consume. Like I I really just put those posts in front of you. Anytime you get stuck in this zombie, by the way, like I have a thing now. I bought something to lock myself from using this phone. It's a box. Ah. I advise everybody to get it. You put the box, you put this thing in a box for two, three hours. And you can just go into focus mode and your zone of genius. That. That's where you can create more than consume. So if oh anybody's my God, I love that, that. Yeah, yeah. Go on Amazon. It's yeah. called the iPhone lock box or timer. Yes. I love yeah, that. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. That's a brilliant idea. I normally like put my phone in a different room, totally on silent because you're right. All these little distractions, you're not going to be able to create. So Everyone listening, thank you, Aaliyah, so much for coming on. Please create more than you consume. (laughs) And reach out to Aaliyah. Let her know that you listened to this podcast. And, of course, we would love you all to rate and review it. Let us know what you think. And that's it for now. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in. I'll talk to you all next week. Thank you again, Aaliyah. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you got some value or just feel fired up, I would love for you to take a screenshot and tag me in your Instagram stories. It's always so motivating to see you getting the inspiration you needed to level up for my podcast. I'm going to keep showing up and bringing my best self to these episodes, and I encourage you to do the same. If you think a friend or family member would enjoy this episode, I would love for you to share the ambition. I can't wait to chat next week, but until then, keep being ambitious AF.